Welcome to the Femina Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks for joining me this first week of 2024. Happy New Year. Today, the topic is the duty of tidying up and the many distractions that keep us from it. And I'm not just talking about tidying up our homes, but also our spiritual lives, our spiritual house. To tidy is to put things in order. You pick up things of all kinds and put them where they belong perhaps the trash or the dishwasher or the laundry basket, and so forth. And if the house is very untidy after Christmas vacation, as I'm sure most of our homes are or were, then you must have a strategy. Where shall we begin? But one of our temptations is to stall out getting started because we want to take a couple of hours or days to make a plan. But that is a terrible distraction. It is far better to just attack the work Just start at one end of the house and work your way to the other. That has been my strategy for many years. I start with the main room, the one everyone will see when they come in the door, and then I just move to the next room and on. But remember, this is not a deep clean. We are talking about tidying up. It's so easy to get distracted and start doing a deep clean in one corner when there's so much surface debris that needs to get addressed first. You may be tempted to start cleaning out kitchen cupboards when there are still plenty of dirty dishes from three nights ago stacked up on the counter. But it's more fun to organize than to scrub. But you can take time for the reorganization after you've picked up the first layer of debris. In other words, get the tidying up done first. Then you can move to deep cleaning. House cleaning is a perfect metaphor for spiritual house cleaning. It's January and we have a fresh year ahead of us. Let's take an account of our spiritual house and see if we need to do some tidying up there. Good thing is, you can do both at the same time, both spiritual tidying up as well as your home as you tidy it up. You can be praying as you pull things out from under the couch, asking God to show you if you've been hiding any sin from Him. He will bring it to mind, and you can confess it. When you find an old apple core under the couch cushion, and you think, who dared? You can ask God if you have been careless or thoughtless in any of your conversations with others about your children or about your husband or your roommate. If you failed to do some duties that you know God expected you to do, now is the time. Take care of it. It's easy to find fault in others, so ask God to point out your own faults. As he does this, you must put things right. You must tidy up by confessing your sin to him and if your sin is against others, by confessing it to them. Forgiveness is like a spiritual bath. Maybe you realize you've been snappy at the whole family. Seek their forgiveness. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't make excuses. Just own it. And say, please forgive me for my grumpy attitude, for my impatience yesterday, for not telling you the entire truth, for lying about how much I spent, whatever it is. The more sin God reveals to you, the more relief and joy you will find in forgiveness. Just like our homes can get untidy, our spiritual lives can become sloppy if we are not diligent to keep things picked up. You may begin to feel the lack of spiritual joy and peace because you have not been walking closely with the Lord. You may have harbored some resentments, kept a record of wrongs, been stubborn or critical or lazy and impatient. Get started on putting things right but know that there will be many distractions when it comes to putting things right. There are many excuses you can make to keep you from tackling this mess. 
You may say, I don't know what to say. Well, then ask God for words. But what will they think of me if I confess this sin? Well, that doesn't really matter ultimately. Why should your concern about their opinion of you hold you hostage and keep you from having a clean heart? You might say, it's not such a big deal. I will just confess it to God and not to my husband or daughter or boss or friend whom I wronged. That's not enough. Do confess it to God first, but don't do a halfway job. But if I confess this, it will ruin my testimony, ruin my reputation. Well, surprisingly, it may have the opposite effect. But depending on the nature of the sin, it may ruin your reputation. But be sure, whatever it is that you're hiding will eventually come out. And how much better for you to be the one to initiate the confession rather than someone else. But I don't have time to confess all my sins. Well, you don't need to plan a three-day retreat to do this. You should be praying about these things, remember, as you stay at your post, doing your duties. I don't think they really notice, so I don't need to apologize. Well, it's always better to overshoot than undershoot. If they say, oh, I didn't even notice that you were grumpy, then you can say, well, God did, and I wanted to let you know I was wrong to be such a little storm cloud. But he was unkind to me, and he deserved what I said. Well, listen, you're not responsible for his sins, only for your own. If you begin with the obvious things, God will give you strength to finish the job. But get started with the easy ones. Clean up the big stuff. You will find that it is a great joy to humble yourself before the Lord and seek forgiveness. Your spiritual heart and life will be lifted up out of the murkiness of unconfessed sin and excuses. You will be encouraged and blessed as you obey God. His Spirit will guide you and give you the words you need. Seeking forgiveness gives you a tender heart toward God, and it gives you compassion toward others when they sin against you. You'll be quicker to forgive because you know what it costs. So don't wait till things pile up. Pick up all the time. Just keep picking up right away whenever you see it. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Such a blessing to be clean, isn't it? But what if they don't forgive you? Well, God has promised that he will. You've done your duty. You can move on with a clear conscience, pray for them, and don't become resentful. That's a whole nother sin. So be encouraged. Don't get bogged down. Tackle your house, whatever the problems are. Get to work. Start with the big stuff. Just keep at it. And the same is true with your spiritual life. Just get it cleaned up. And then you can start fresh, and then you can pick up as you go instead of waiting for a big accumulation of unconfessed sin. I guarantee you, this is a way to enjoy your Christian life and to walk freely before the Lord. Thank you for joining me today. Blessings on your week, and enjoy the business of tidying up both your homes and your Christian lives. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. That's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around.